Duh, you have the time. <clears throat> you guys, it's seven degrees. Seven. No, I'm not into numerology. It's just seven degrees. <clears throat> it's freezing. That's why I'm LARPing like a Paul Bunyan. I mean, I like this hat. <clears throat> I like any excuse to wear this hat. <clears throat> what was that Disclosed TV? Onion? Disclosed TV. I'm not entirely sure. Not in Vegas, not in a poo poo. Yeah, thank God. Um, what shall we talk about? <clears throat> what shall we talk about? I want to wait a couple minutes before I play something hilarious. Some of you guys saw this. This dude, uh, cryptid photo made this t-shirt. Pre President Evil. I thought that was clever. Do 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 <clears throat> When will COVID end? Never. COVID is a paradigm. It's not. It's not some thing that's gonna get wrapped up in a bow. It's <clears throat> to ask when is COVID gonna end is to ask when is the war in Afghanistan gonna end or the Patriot Act. That's what it's used. That's what it's designed for. That's what we're dealing with. We're not dealing with some uh, cause and effect situation where if we just solve, you know, no, it's a paradigm and, uh, enough people bought into it the same way people bought WMDs, you know, or, uh, bought the official 9-11 narrative or you name it you can go back probably to the beginning of mankind, uh, as far as using, um, excuses to expand uh, material terrestrial power. So uh, here we have it. We're just in another phase, another chapter of the same game. That's it. <clears throat> That's all it is. It's uh, ISIS. It's ISIS. Take an ISIS guy with a suicide vest and just put a, a coronavirus head on him. Just boop, right on his head. ISIS can be anywhere. It could be your, you know, instead of ISIS can be anywhere, Axis of Evil is going to be everywhere. Fool me once, Instead of ISIS can be anywhere, Karanka can be anywhere, anybody, anytime. Family, friends, your dog, a camel, a grapefruit, a papaya. It doesn't matter. Grandma's going to die. <clears throat> That's the paradigm. Mm -mm -mm. We need to be safe, exactly. Safe, safe, safety. Safety is the new god. They won't do it. They won't get it. They'll get a lot of people under control, but it won't be out of fear. Um, what's funny about the scenario is that while a lot of the uh, attention is on... Um, unreasonable fear of uh, what it's equating to be a normal 
uh, seasonal allergy flu season is <clears throat> is uh, it's not the fear that's going to put people in order. It's actually the result of this paradigm, which is total supply chain command. And the control aspect isn't just stopping people from produce, producing and food um, or having financial agency, aka physical money. It's uh, they're gonna they're gonna the carrot that they that they uh, pull out is convenience, and I talk a lot about this. Is that all? This paradigm is justifying a lot of technological um, systems standardization of systems a lot of big tech companies whether it's bio or uh, information communications uh, this is a massive jump start for them it keeps people mobile and it gives them a reason to invest their time into the remedy oh you can't go out and see people use all of these virtual things Th these things have been sitting on the shelf for a decade now now is the time they all come out the beneficiaries the investors come out and they go oh land grab, investment in bio information technology, and investment in communication technology. Um, everyone's, all those people are getting massively rich, uh, massively. The same way Halliburton got, ri got rich. You create the crisis, you create the remedy, you own a share in the remedy. It's the same system over and over again, and that's all that's happening. You know, and of course, there's something. There's always something happen at the spiritual level. People are worshiping material. If you worship material and convenience, you're going to be lured into a controlled central command center. Ted Kaczynski knew this, and he wasn't. He, he was probably a materialist atheist. I'm not even sure of that. He's definitely autistic, though. Um, okay, let's take a look at this. This is a video directed at, at uh, obviously black people. This woman put on a lab coat, sat down with Tyler Perry, aka Medea goes to prison. Medea goes to Marie. Medea gets Karunka, and he's actually otherwise intelligent in his normal interviews. I don't agree with any in his worldviews, but he speaks intelligently, coherently, uh, not in uh, urban acceptable black uh but listen listen to this direct listen to this this propaganda it's uh it's almost embarrassing okay that's the one that gets in your cell and makes you sick hell yeah and so this is what the technology did this is so dope so what they did was this is so they dope. said what if we made a vaccine that was just an mrna coding only for that little gangster spike protein? Uh -huh. and what if we could introduce that into your body Right. And then have your body develop an immune response that then remembers and recognizes it when it actually gets the virus. Right? Oh, damn and so dog. the way that it works is I, I kind of like to think of it as your friends and your homies in your neighborhood. Right. So you get this mRNA vaccine. Right. It's wrapped up in this little lipid layer that gets it into your cell. Once it gets into. Now, now, listen, listen, my peoples, my peoples. You need to get this injection, dog. This is dope as shit, dog. I look at it this way. Y'all, you and your people's hanging out on a stoop, yo. You hanging on the stoop and the crypt's coming in. The crypt's coming in. But it's instead of a, a blood or a crypt of that color, it's like a corona crypt, yo. And you just hanging there and you're like, damn, son, we got to protect our people, yo. 
So you get the you get that mRNA vaccine. This shit is dope. This shit is motherfucking dope, nigga. Get the motherfucking vaccine, nigga. And Tyler Perry's like, wait, what? What? I know what you're doing. Who wrote this? Did I write? Guys, cut. Did I write this? Is this from Medea? Medea goes to Amazon Gulag. Medea goes full technocratic medical dictatorship. Medea goes to medical dictatorship. It's embarrassing. If you're a black person, I mean, a black person actually posted that. A guy named Tareed something, who I actually also disagree with all the time. Uh, but he was like, uh, is this not the most embarrassing attempt to sell vaccines to black people? Yo, dog, you just sitting there with your Nikes and shit. And it's like, it's like, you know, it's like, it's like the gang, you sitting there with your crib and your crib and your hood, yo. And your people's all around. And like, you know, an infiltrator. You know, someone comes in into your area and you're like, damn. We got to protect ourselves, yo. It's, it's, let's just watch it one more time. And that's the one that gets in your cell and makes you sick. And so this is what the technology did. This is so dope. So it's what so they dope. Did was, they said, what if we made a vaccine that was just an mRNA coding only for that little gangster spike protein? Oh, shit, dog. We could introduce that into your body, right? And then have your body develop an immune response that then remembers and recognizes it when it actually gets the virus, right? And so the way that it works is He's I, so I kind disappointed. Of like He's like, you guys, two on the nose. Who who wrote this? It, a black person didn't even write that, by the way. There's no way. They see through all of this shit. Yes, I'm gonna collectivize, I'm gonna totally generalize black people. Most black people see through that ridiculous black version of science the uh, Bill Nye the science guy totally it's embarrassing they see through all of it oh damn you know this is like you know you know let's just say uh you know the Tuskegee experiment got got like you know misrepresentation and shit you know let's just say it was it wasn't all the government's fault and shit they trying to do good no 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 you're direct you're totally targeting black people to test your little RNA messenger virus shit. That's it. That's all you're doing. They see through it. Your your lingo didn't get them. You're using, you know, what year is that? 1997? Oh, this is why this shit is so dope. This is why this MRA shit is so dope. Oh, jo- oh, 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 stop. Stop it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Will you talk about JBP's latest utilitarian and disguises morality? Um, Yeah, I mean, he was on a podcast with another guy. It's basically two pragmatists. They talked about the prisoner's dilemma, which, by the way, isn't a basis for morality. That's a basis for utility. That's uh, all they did was talk about, they decoded self-interest and called it a conversation about morality, you know? So it's like, 
And, I, and I'm glad to see I went onto that page and I saw a lot of people going, wait, no, no, no. And this is what, you know, any anybody's criticizing Jordan Peterson, and there's many of us, have been uh, on him since, since the start, which is it's all pragmatism and utility. And uh, that's not the basis of good. So that conversation kind of exposed him uh, further. And I also don't know that he fully buys it. So, you know, to give him some credit, um, he, he usually thinks on every angle and never, never takes a conviction of any. It's like his deepest conviction is all, all options. Um, but aside from that, um, yeah, utilitarianism isn't the basis of morality and someone deciding what's best for themselves is an based on an arbitrary goal. Uh, it's not the basis of good. Uh, the basis of good would have people in a position to acting against their own interests uh, in the, for the sake of, of uh, operating according to good. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty simple. And I think I know this, you know. You know, I've been presented with this dilemma many times, you know. And I've, I've really thought about it. And I mean thought about it hard, you know. I mean, I mean, I squeezed my eyebrows once or twice too much, you know. Got a little Mongolian spot in between my eyes from squeezing so hard. Fuck! But, uh, that's, that stuff's all just very clear. It's very clear. I think Michaela, his daughter, is this handler. I think that might be a good idea. It's a better idea than having Hollywood, you know? Um, I actually, there's a part of that little duo that I actually like, that uh, moves me a little bit. Because I see a daughter trying to shepherd her dad back to health, mental health, and whether she's doing it the most, the best way or the, uh, you know, whatever, in the most grounded way, I don't know, but I do see the, the intent there. So I, I do give her props for that because I, I can see the love there. It's just that it's still all based in this secular bullshit. Um, did you see the girl, the woman got fired? That woman shared some of my memes before. Really strong woman on the uh, Disney show. I wonder what Ben Shapiro has to say about that. I know Ben Shapiro once acted out a, a uh, Star Wars scene. He was wearing a Star Wars shirt when he was he was uh, definitely on Adderall or something you know, when he was at home. And he's wearing his Star Wars shirt. He's like, look at this Star Wars shirt. This is like the most epic scene in all of cinema, cinematography. Uh, Luke, uh, no, no, Luke, I am your father. No, that can't be. No. Oklahoma, where the winds come running down the brains. Definitely the best. One of the best. One of the best. One of the best. Nobody's been actually able to debate Yoda or, or Obi-Wan. That I really, I really, I really relate to those two because they're they're constantly just you know they're just constantly just saying saying facts and and, and logic and they're always reducing everything to facts and logic and and the rest of the guys are like trying to figure out all these other things and it's like it's a you know I don't even buy that I think Luke Skywalker all they're all just social justice warriors all of them the whole Star Wars thing is like a false binary. Like the the, reb, the rebellion is like a bunch of baseless anarchist libertarians 
Burning Man people. And they're just like, no. And Luke Skywalker is such a pussy. No. I thought I was going to the Dagobah system. He's always like up there in that register just whining and bitching and moaning. You're like, dude, someone cut this guy's hand off. No! Like, I I wanted to reshoot a scene that was realistic. Maybe like a security camera that just never got it into the scene, the, the film. And it's him, because they never really show his full uh, operation he had. Like, him during the process of, like, dealing with his new bionic hand he puts on. And how he, like, I just imagine him being such a pussy. Like, the nurse helping him, and he's like, <laughs> He's so he's such a bitch, and he's and the actor is a bitch, and so it makes sense. I mean, you look at the actor now, Mark Hamill, leftist weirdo, just a weird guy who probably always just is wearing a robe no matter what, even under his pants. Somehow there's a robe under there. You know, he's like I'm Luke Skywalker forever. He's like very effeminate now. He's like oh, I'm Luke Skywalker. We need solidarity. We need solidarity, and we need a... Like, ugh. You definitely banged someone dressed in a, in a C-3PO outfit. For sure. 100%. Uh, no! I thought I was going to the Dagobah system! Uh, opinions on adoption? Uh, last case scenario. Shouldn't be, uh... You know, that's like a safety net. Uh, still um, still not the uh, optimal thing. Get fuck on a trailer, a trucker at. Fuck! <clears throat> Taking my robe off now. Star Wars was lacking warfare with stars, blatant lies. He has a lisp now? He definitely does. He definitely does. It's like, we need to change Hollywood. You know, we need to really... We need justice. And we need more black people. And gay people everywhere. Uh, it's funny, me and my wife, when we watch something... it the, the checklist of forced diversity is so apparent that it, it comes in... It's almost like they went... Like chronologically, from val the most valued to the least, and every time one shows up, we're like, ah, "There's the gay Asian," and they just they have to do it. They're like, and we're like, "Oh, this person's a bad actor," and then we look and we're like, "Oh, okay." So they just they had to do that, and that's the that's the consequences of uh, the social justice representation by force, by legislation, by policy. Um, if you take that approach to everywhere. Uh, you're going to have some very questionable people uh, doing your heart surgery or flying your planes. Uh, not because uh, those minorities or underrepresented people are terribly bad at those things. It's just that if you create a system where you force those people into positions uh, not on merit, you're pretty much going to end up with weird, uh, weird uh, surgeries and crashed planes. Ben Shapiro as Pukes Skywalker. 
I, I should think about how to do a little Star Wars animation and use the characters that I can... Uh, obviously, Dildo Dawkins is the Emperor. Hey, not... Not... The, 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 the Force! Uh, the Force is... is, is just un, it's just absurd! Yeah, come to the dark side. Yes, yes. Come to the intellectual dark website. Yes. The Dark Horseman. Luke! Hop on my, my dark horse. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Oh, you feel the Krabbies is strong with this one. Mm. And he, like, shoots out a little electric, but it's really weak. Like, Dildo Dawkins is the emperor, but he tries to electrocute people, but it's so feeble and weak that it's just like a little spark, and it just shocks them a little bit, and they're like, they're like, Ow! I find your web's gonna need a Dagobah system! Luke! Luke, the water's here! <clears throat> Luke Skywalker. I can't get over what a bitch he is. Seriously. If I watch that movie again, I'm like, this is... What? Yeah. All of the males are just not good role models. You know, Han Solo just hanging out with a dirty animal. <laughs> it's basically Helen Keller as a giant. Joey! Joey! Find a way out of this. It's like they couldn't have come up with a different language. Like, are we to believe that there's very subtle distinctions in those sounds that they can decipher? You think Han Solo can just knows the difference between all those things? What if Chewie wasn't communicating anything and he was just a retarded, overgrown ape-like thing that just kind of learned how to shoot a gun and follow you around? I mean... That really changes the whole storyline. But no, we just assume that the screaming, it means something. It's... <sighs> I gotta just watch... I'm sorry, I just gotta watch this one more time. And that's the one that gets in your cell and makes you sick. And so this is what the technology did. This is so dope. So what they did was... They said, what if we made a vaccine that was just an mRNA coding only for that little gangster spike? Oh, damn. And what if we could introduce that into your body, right? Someone needs to cut that, you know, like the, you know, the group of black kids, you know, when someone disses someone or does a dance and there's always this like cut to a bunch of black kids going, oh, like someone needs to cut that girl up with some of that stuff. That would, that would really illegitimize the entire thing. Not that it needs anything, but uh, that would add some flavor. And a little bit of old, like, 1992 hip-hop uh, beats. You know, the old kind. You know, it's, like, really background. Not It's not really um, dominant, that, those, those weak beats. <clears throat> it would be amazing. Oh! You know, that little gangster one that gets in there. Oh, damn. You know, you all you all around on your porch with the Uzis and shit. And like, and like, you know, the other the other gang comes by and is like, damn, I'm a Karanka. I'm a Karanka, yo. I'm going to get you. You're in my, you're in my domain, dog. It's terrible. Terrible. <clears throat> Ah. <sighs> 
What non-BS thing have I enjoyed? Uh, I listened to a guy named... Ah, oh, crap. Uh, I don't know his name. That's why I'd rather people say their names instead of like these, like these other, I mean, I should talk. My name's Jim Bob. Uh, but <clears throat> I forgot his name. Anyway, he did a talk on information and how a materialist view, um, doesn't account for information because information is actually not material. And then he said something profound, which I've heard in many different ways said, but for some reason, the way he said it really uh, struck a chord and made it very clear. He said the, the information is not identical to what's, being, uh, what's conveying the information. So, um, so help me, a lion is coming, you know, is not identical the the syntax the information is not identical to the medium so the medium isn't the source or identical to the information and this seems like very obvious but it's actually not obvious to materialism because materialism is like oh there's you know everything's material but then you're like no meaning isn't material it's like can you can you gather and empirically show me watch out the lion is here no, you can show me that meaning written out in Cheerios, but the Cheerios are not equal to the meaning and the Cheerios don't make the meaning. He also used a, uh, he also used the example of his son playing video games. His, his son, for those of you who have kids who play video games, they're very intuitive. They understand the rules and the regulations and the structure and the, and the um, environment of the game but it's not identical to what built that infrastructure and the game itself didn't build its own infrastructure so there's like th two layer three layers there there's inter interacting with uh, pragmatic uh, information and syntax understanding rules and agreements and um, the the rules and agreements aren't created by the hardware they're not created by the thing he's interacting with. And, um, and that implies, and it's irrefutable, that all information, pragmatic, I would argue even at the syntax level where it's kind of like, you know, kind of obvious, um, it is uh, no information exists without a mind. And so, um, and, and because information requires an agreement, material can't make agreements. So in other words, for material to interact with other material, even at the DNA level, there must be an agreement of what things mean, but the meaning, let's say RNA coding, DNA, uh, printing specific proteins and organizing amino acids, the direction that the material itself is given isn't identical to the material. And so, and there's an agreement. How can you have an agreement between two non-effete material atoms, particles, cells? There is no agreement. You can't isolate agreement. Yet, you can't have function unless there's agreement between information. But the information is not identical to how the information is 
uh, transferred. So it's a conundrum that especially materialists like Dildo Dawkins cannot account for, which is ironic because he's a molecular biologist. I know, I know. Absolutely absurd to ask that. Daddy, daddy oh, Krabbies. I study Krabbies. What do you study? Oh, yo, you, you believe in some sky daddy god? You believe that absolute truth requires some sort of mind? The Krabbies, the Krabbies grew themselves, you see. You see, they started as a non-Krabby, and then they become a Krabby, but almost a Krabby. And then the and then the Krabby was like, we're not a Krabbies yet. And we're like, the Krabbies were like, hey, you're a Krabby, I'm a Krabby, let's get more Krabby. And that's evolution. That's that's a fact. Evolution has f- forward-looking li- uh, software. You see, the Krabby knows. You know, so so my my great 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 ancestors were just fish. Now rats. They evolved. They they they. Your 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 granddaddy. One of your ancestors had one eighth of a penis. That's that's a fact. That's a. Took, took millions of years for them to uh, basically grow the rest of the penis, and, and, and then and then the function came after after they grew the the little the flesh pipe. Yes, yes. You're, don't don't give me that wordplay. One eighth of one eighth of a penis makes sense for 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 at least fifty thousand years. Yeah. What's what's the likelihood of? When when evolution uh, dictates where where we're going, uh, what you get is a, a human male and a human female developing um, compatible sexual organs, independent of knowing where each other's uh, um, evolution is going, without any proper uh, direction. It's just uh, it's just chance. Ah! Absolutely not. A, no, there's no, no, no. Don't don't get off my lap, daughter. You're not my daughter. You're you're a bundle of you're, you're just a bundle of chemicals. <clears throat> if dildo didn't have an accent, yeah, I believe that is a real phenomenon. By the way, the accent equals intelligence. He, that guy is the worst. And this is coming from someone who's really dedicated time to having him be his mini hero in my life. Well, why did you stop? Why did you stop worshipping me? Huh? Huh? Well, you, you started doodling and now, 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 now you know more than Crab Daddy and Lobster Daddy. Well, let me tell you something. Crab Daddy and Lobster Daddy know a lot more than you about the, about the world. Yeah. Get out. Get out, daughter. You're, you're not my daughter. We, we simply call you my, my daughter. You're just a bundle of... You're just a bundle of molecules smashing together over time. That's a, that's a, yes, I love you, but, but we don't call it that. We call it chemical. Please, please, don't, don't say ridiculous statements. From, from now on in this house, we will not say I love you. We will say I chemical you. And that's final! For my next book... For, for my next book. My, my first book is... I don't believe the same thing as other people do. My my second book, my, my volume. I'm, I'm going to write more volumes than that stupid cartoonist who talks a lot in his his car and his little toaster. Little toaster oven of a car. I, I've written more vo- volumes of some, you know, 
tautological titles. Uh, God Delusion 1. God Isn't Real, Part 1 and 2. Uh, Sky Daddy's Nothing. You're Ridiculous, Part 3. I win. I win. Owned. Owned. I missed why you don't like Helen Carroll. Well, because she's a liar and there's no possible way that that person uh, was legitimately uh, did all the things that she did. Total bullshit. Anyone who looks at that story now and you're like, wow, and and understands the level of deception that's possible. Helen Keller was a fraud. Well, how can you... uh, That's that's just... That is... That's... That is... Reprehensible. I have nothing. Nothing further to say. I don't know the game. I don't know why. But just look at a little bit of research. And you're like, nah. No. uh, Unlikely. Not possible. Accent. Oh, yeah. How do you have an accent? Well, that, that, that's uh, the evolution. Evolution. No? That's, uh, how do I, uh, evolution. Yes. Do you like green tea? I do. I'm actually moving over from less coffee to tea. Um, so, um, I like, I found this licorice tea that I really like. I like licorice, by the way. It's uh, rare. Would we ever doing collabs with Porus Walker? Uh, probably not. He'd probably not be interested. And, in, you know, he's, he's all absurdity and nihilism. I used to really like his stuff and follow him back when I was a hedonist, relativist uh, dipshit. Um, not that he isn't very creative in what he's doing but his messaging is 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 absurd and silly and there's a there's a market for it and everything like that uh he kind of it's kind of like a crude version of like what uh Joan Cornella does who I'm also a fan of his execution but also a ni- he's a nihilist absurdist but there's some value there I can interact with that stuff but collaborations in general for me I don't know I might be a total control freak or I just enjoy doing the work myself that I don't need. I don't see the necessity of uh, collaborations on that, on that scale. Maybe writing collaborations with, with really smart, funny people is an option. But uh, other than that, um, not really. What made your change your mind on Dawkinism? Just logic, just any form of logic and all of his assertions and how many times he says morality is illusory and then he makes moral claims. You know, you could just go back and be like, what? Plus materialism is bullshit. It's so easy to debunk and uh, showcase the absurdity of. I mean, just what I commented on already. Information, illusory. Truth as a concept. If you say all is material, you're already debunking your own stance because you're appealing to absolute truth, which is immaterial, it's conceptual. And if if truth is just a material, then how can you trust a truth claim? There There is no truth claim, it's just material. 
So is material truth equivalent? No. It's absurd. It's absolutely absurd. And they and they use straw man like, you know, Sky Daddy and shit. And you're like, you think immaterial things are material. I mean, doesn't get any any dumber than that. So and all that, he's just he's just a tool, you know. He he probably doesn't even know he's a tool or he, he likes that he's a tool. But he's he's clearly used to push relativism. And if you push relativism, the consequences of nihilism in relativism is absolute corruption of power and expanded power. Why? Because if nothing is true, uh, the powers that be will use the arms, media, media, medical, military, to push on you what they believe is true. And if you're a relativist, you can't have any, you really can't argue. And so if you don't argue for truth and use logic and philosophy and faith, then uh, other people are going to start programming your direct reality uh, around lies with with, uh, foundations made of sand. Castles made of sand fall in the sea eventually. Hawking was also a total tool. Yeah, absolutely. Probably wasn't even talking. Joe Rogan is a sellout. I don't even think he's a sellout because the sell the the term sellout means you have convictions and uh, principles that you won't um, give up or forfeit uh, for money or fame or whatever it is. Uh, midget sex. Um. So I don't really think he's a sellout because I don't think he had a strong stance on anything to begin with. There was nothing from the start that he was a proponent of explicitly. Uh, and so, you know, if you have nothing, everything's the same. It doesn't matter. Float around, float about. Yeah, just let people be cool, man. You know, come on, man. Then, uh, no, you can't really sell out. It's just Floating. Hawking is Bill Gates in drag. Steven! Uh, there's not enough uh, dark matter to account for uh, the Big Bang Theory. What do we do? Just create another universe to call it the multiverse. Ad hoc creation of infinite universes. They can't debunk it. Cool! Thanks! I love when you do that and you look at me like so intently with your tilted neck. It reminds me of my golden retriever when he's confused. It's funny that, uh, it's ironic that the smartest man in the entire universe is, is, uh, perpetually looking confused with his neck turned. Like, am I sure about this? No, the universe is 40 billion years old. Oh, how do you know it's not 39 billion? I mean, that's only a billion different. Don't ask me questions. You're supposed to hear my voice and look at my uh, predicament in my chair and feel bad enough to not answer a question. That's hate speech. It'd be funny if he was still alive and he had a button, you know, like the Staples button 
that was easy. They should have that but for hate speech. If someone made that, I think they'd make a lot of money. I'm not going to make it because I don't really like investing in uh, plastic crap products. But anyone who creates that, that's hate speech. But I think the, the catch is it has to be in Stephen Hawking's voice. And it has to be in... Um, you can't uh, reference it. You don't ever answer why it's Stephen Hawking's voice. I wonder if his voice is copywritten. It must be. You know why? Because you could easily just uh, do um, an interview and just be like, you know, plagiarize it. Like fake, fake, fake a bunch of shit, he said. Like on his deathbed. It's like, I, I believe in God now. Please tell, let the world know that I have a theory about God. Please. Like, no. No, we can't do that. You're immortalized. Stephen Hawking was a tool to sell epistemic nihilism, absurdity, appeal to the scientific community, and most importantly, appeal to AI as a personality. I mean, how convenient that the smartest guy can't actually talk and he sounds like the future robots that will be directing our lives in the near future. And that, and that advertisement, I mean, it could be some crazy shit that we don't understand how parallel that is, uh, but it seems very timely and perfect that, that we're about to go into the world of, of that movie, Her, and we needed an introduction a greasy salesman, basically, like a car salesman, to interact with AI voice personalities who aggregate information, deliver it to us, and, uh, and then tell us what we need based on arbitrary uh, efficiency models. I mean, that's pretty much what Stephen Hawking uh, represented. He's, he was the shepherd. So many shepherds. Definitely programming us to think robots are smart. Yeah, and I wonder, it's like, is this stuff like beyond our understanding of parallel? Like, is it really a group of people that are capable of planning even a week, let alone 50 years in advance? Is it possible? Have, have I ever met anyone? You know, I'm low class, so I probably never even rub shoulders with anyone who's at that level um, who has access to enough data to make those kind of games. Um, or is it just kind of like a spiritual plane where it's like what's true is true and it'll show up exactly chronologically on time? Yes, that's probably it. I like the way you think now, Jim Bob. Before I thought you were making fun of me, but I like all of this crazy string theory talk because it's unprovable. I like that. Shut up. Do me a favor, Stephen. If you're so smart that you invented multiple universes and black holes and shit, why don't you figure out how to get out of your chair? I'm sorry. It's a low blow, but serious. I'm serious. That's very, not very nice. That's not very nice, Jim Bob. I'm going to, I'm going to make you get lost on the way home. I'm going to take over your Prius. I'm going to send you to the ghetto and you're going to have to convince a bunch of black people to take the virus vaccine.
When did you have a sleepover with Jordan last, Ben? Well, I've only been I've only been with him once, and I I don't mean that physically. I mean there was a physical aspect. You know, we were both in the same room, uh, but you know, he invited me over. Then we were going to talk about theism, and we got into uh, some other some other things. You know, so <clears throat> he gave me a couple of pills. He crushed them up. And he he didn't tell me what they were, and I said I, that's probably not appropriate. And then I asked my wife, you know, are these things are these things common? And she said, yes, of course. Benzos are very common. In fact, I mean, you could find opioids in, in gluten. You know, I don't eat gluten, of course, but but I figured, yeah, this is a wild time. I, you only have a, you only live once. Yellow, yellow. You know, so so we got into some deep conversations, and, and we didn't agree on everything, but that's okay. That's what America is about. American exceptionalism is built on free speech. If you can't communicate ideas and refute ideas on their own, then you're going to have to use force. And that, of course, that's a, that's a, that's a downfall of, of all civilization. Founding Feathers knew this. You know, if I was around the Founding, founding Feathers, I probably would have been like, you know, I'll do any sort of amount of drugs with you guys ever. I mean, they're, they're literally like gods. I mean, they're not identical to gods, but they really, they really wielded, you know, God's pen, you know with those little feather pens. Uh, beautiful pens, by the way. I, uh, you know, we often hear about the founding feather, feathers, but we never really hear about who made the, those fantastic pens. <clears throat> Ewok? Ewokes? Ewokes is funny. Ewokes, like, you know, they're like... They have some sort of like blue hair and like one of those like wooden nose things. And they have a Bernie Sanders shirt on. The Founding Feathers. Yeah, Founding Feathers. That's what they were. Yes, I love my pen. I don't actually write. I mean, if I wrote, it'd be I mean, like Helen Keller's first poem. That's what it looks like. It's scribble. But the thing is, that's what technology is for, and that's why capitalism's so good. Capitalism's amazing. I mean, look what it's done. It's like, it's enabled us to completely replace all of our thinking, all of our uh, manual labor, all of our skill. I mean, what better life can you live? I mean, it gives you more time to, to debate teenagers. That's that, that uh, the, the wonders of capitalism. Capitalism saves. Socialism kills, as my, my, you know, my friend Charlie Kirk used to say. You know, and, and I really respect Charlie Kirk. He's, he's the biggest face in the, the conservative movement. And I don't mean that ironically, even though it really landed that way. It's not an insult. We are we're very close. I love him. <clears throat> he carries me around sometimes. Some of the, so the Politicon, you know. And when I get tired, he just carries me around. It's nice. You should have an option to listen to your broadcast with your impersonations. Soon. Soon you'll be able to take me or Don Lemon uh, and in real time place a very convincing face deep fake and a very convincing audio fake over it as a layer for what? $2.99 a month? Would you like to insert any of your contacts into the Netflix film that you're about to watch? $1.99 please. Would you like to be in 
this movie as all of the characters. 599. Please look at the screen and we will process your finances. <clears throat> I mean, that's going to be fun. It's going to be creepy. There's going to be some really dark shit that comes from that technology. Uh, very inappropriate stuff on the horizon with that stuff. But a lot of humor and a lot of displaced douchebags. And if someone thinks I'm a douchebag, I'm included. Because you, you know, I don't know if these guys know. They th they might know about it. Like uh, Anderson Cooper and all these guys, they might know what, they're always in on the next wave of investments. So it would be silly if these actors were just totally in the dark about the fact that the only way they're going to uh, live on doing what they're doing is selling and licensing their likeness in the most seamless, comprehensive form that a company can do. I mean, if you want to invest in stuff, I'm not going to because I don't really do that. Look at who the cutting edge deep fake uh, company is and uh, whether they have voice or not and <clears throat> how big their database is, if you can get that information. Whoever's going to win that race uh, and sell to say Netflix or, or Amazon or someone is going to be really ahead of the game in, in that arena of uh, replacement media. And I don't know what it's going to be called. It's, I mean, it's basically deep fake, but it'll have its own niche. It'll be called something. There'll be a subculture of this thing. Um, and it's going to be more disruptive and a larger economic uh, category than people are, are imagining. I mean, we're all distracted with all the stuff, uh, all the political stuff, all the the authoritarian medical dictatorship bullshit, but there is a whole new world of um, of tech and economics on the horizon that uh, exciting and also just like alarming a little bit. Couple more questions. What's the last book I read and loved? Well, I'm in the middle of reading an amazing book um, by Scott McCloud called How to Make Comics, I believe. Really in-depth. It's a comic book and about how to make comic books, and it's really well-organized, well-written, and uh, <clears throat> it really is energizing me and giving me some confidence that it's possible to make a full graphic narrative novel. And I'm going to need that confidence moving forward because it's a huge undertaking. <clears throat> Facebook is making a smartwatch. That makes sense. That makes sense. Techonomics. I thought that when I said that, HQ. Dostoevsky. Dostoevsky is cool. I started reading him when he was I was younger and I didn't quite, wasn't mature enough to understand. But, uh... 
can show you the world. Shining, shimmering, splendid, over, sideways, and under on a magic carpet ride. I don't believe in magic. It's, it's, it's not consistent with, with science. <clears throat> anyway, I got to wrap this up, you guys. Um, Today is Friday. I'll stream tomorrow. And um, sending out a bunch of paintings. So for those of you waiting on your paintings, whether big or small, thank you for your patience, especially the big ones. We always have to figure out new ways of packaging them. Um, two feet by two feet is a big painting. I mean, that's quite the difference between a one and a half inch square phone meme blown up to a massive canvas. Uh, but I really do love doing them. I have four mouths sitting on my wall right now. I'll take a picture and definitely show you guys. But uh, until then, uh, probably same time tomorrow. I might not stream because it's Saturday. I only get a half hour. Uh, but again, I now have Tuesdays and Wednesdays off. I'm slowly detaching from my day job. And with the help of uh, you and support from you guys, I might be able to actually do creative awesomeness all day. So that's something I'm very excited about. <clears throat> Let's just end with one more. Oh, damn, son. And gets in your cell and makes you sick. And so this is what the technology did. This is so dope. So what they did was... <laughs> so fucking dope, said, what if we made a vaccine that was just an mRNA coding only for that little gangster spike protein? And what if we could introduce that into your body? Right, and then have your body develop an immune response that then remembers and recognizes it when it actually gets the virus, right? And so the way that it what? works is I, I kind of like to think of it as your oh. friends and your homies in your neighborhood, right? So you get this mRNA vaccine, right? It's wrapped up in this little lipid layer that gets it into your cell. Once it gets into your cell, this vaccine, it, you know, it's the contractor, so it tells the cell we're gonna make these spikes. You start making the spikes, right? But then your body goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. It gets in your cell and makes you It gets you in your cell, yo. Tyler Perry is like, um, excuse me, but it's not, you're not talking like the people I know. I mean, I hang out with a bunch of rich investment bankers. Huh. What are you talking about, man? Just because I made Medea goes to internment camp. Doesn't mean I talk like that. <laughs> I'm Tyler Perry. All right, you guys. I could do this for a lot longer, but I got to go. <clears throat> and now it's warm in my car. All right. God bless. You guys have a good day. Uh, if this saves, it goes up to YouTube and Instagram TV. If it doesn't save, I don't know what to do. Peace.